ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 71 for the week of April 30th, 2019. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I am joined by the man in the Captain America t-shirt and with a new haircut that I didn't even notice he had until today, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Doing good. How are you? I am swell. I'm wearing the Captain America t-shirt because we did see Endgame today. We did. It was amazing. It was amazing. That's all I'll say. That is all I'll say as well, Will. But that's okay. And uh, this is also the last episode that is going to be taking place for the time being in the room that we're currently in. Yep. So we'll be transitioning back into the old room. And uh, yeah, we'll see if anybody can notice any audio changes. It should be fine. I imagine it's going to be perfectly fine. But uh, yeah, that's that's the things that are happening. Because of course we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones or Avengers Endgame on here. Because we ain't about that life. No spoilers here. Exactly. But what is coming up on today's episode, rosters, Will's got a lot of them to talk about. Uh, again, still no Game of Thrones spoilers yet. We will have something coming soon. There's going to be a little surprise. Will and I have a little sub brewing. we're excited about. It's going to be funny. Um, absolutely no Avengers Endgame spoilers because fuck that. Um, new Halo Amateur League has been announced. The Female Pro League is back in Halo. The AGLA w, uh, WL19 Winter League 19 champions have been crowned. Halo Draft League matches continue. And of course, we have our weekly topic. How will MCC on PC shake up the industry? But before we get into any of that, Will, what do we always start the show off with? Rostermania! Y'all know we usually start with some roster mania, so let's get into it. You threw a y'all in there? I did. That's uh, I haven't heard a y'all from you in a while. Yeah, it happens every once <laughs> in a while. You know what the funny, th- like I said, I went down to Nashville once and I picked up on just some little things and it, they, they stuck with me for some reason. So I, I'm now a y'all person. <laughs> all right. All right. So here I'm we in go. it. Um, the first, well, we always start with, with roster mania. We ha- still have the dream hack Dallas free agent list. So let's go through it. We have the OG Killer, Jay Weezy, Gohan, Coco the Janitor, Galloping, Elk is a coach looking for a team still. We have Easy, Exile, Sterling, Crewman, Assertive, Deadlie, Hypo, Protein, Slur Shot, Poseidon's BR, Cool Ranch, Senpai, Joy Slays, Quicksilver, Bulkasaur, Exocide, 07, Venom, Adane, Elvistico, Gunstrafe, Canology, Senshi, Most Dope, Hosty Shots, Kaiul, Stinger, Insom, Nifty, Saber, Beer Belly, Gazerk is a new name on there I don't think I've seen before, and Talent. And then we also have the team list. So we have RNC dis- or RCN display. I do that every week. I switch those two letters around. I don't know what it, what it is in my mind, but we have display in world famous. Um, another team, Flamehead, Toxic, and Engage. Um, we have Dread Takedown and I Always Slay with Daffy looking for one more as well. Tosh and Berserker looking for two more. Just Eon and Shreds looking for two more. Hilly and CE, Catastrophe looking for two more. Drizzy, Uday looking for two more. We have Neutralizer, Schoolage, and Posy looking for one more. We have Zydo and Honorless Gaming looking, <coughs> excuse me, looking for two more. Icon and Jesse Sile looking for two more. The Real Vital, Obnoxious, and Combinified looking for one more. That does it for the uh, free agent list. Let's move on to the Champion League of the Halo Draft League. And this is what we have for current rosters. We have Team Reflection, which is Equalized, Pyretic, Avencio, Clarifies, and Costa Clan. 
Uh, we have SVP program coaches, which is Jolly Josh, Volunteer, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, Brooks, and Strawley. We have Team Spellbound, which is, is it Nikolai? Yep. Collapse. Collapse. Benji. <laughs> Collapse. And the bike kid as well. Uh, Good shit. Uh, Mopsy, Nader, Hater on that Spellbound team. We have the Bronze Boys, which is Church, Splattered, Bards, and I'm a Tooth with Q. Uh, we have Shooketh Squad, Palshi, a Savage Cat, uh, Mrs. Heartbreak, Bear, Ikade, Sama. And Vulcan FPS. Isn't it Shooketh Squaw? Like, squad? I think Paul, she corrected as well. Like, it, it's Shooketh Squaw, not Shooketh Squad. Like, Squad? Yeah, sure. There you okay. go. That's exactly it. All right. There you go. Thank you. Thanks for the clarification there. Hey, no problem. Shout out to Pula. Oh, you <laughs> did it. Um, we have Team Velociraptors, which is uh, Manatee, Mocket Outcast, Jesus, Fabe Speed, and AG Spa. We have Addy Estates, which is Sev, Colex, Laser Me Tort, GNS Pro Shot, and Chobo. Chobo. We have Team Lucent, which is uh, Zoplin, One Hit, Sylvanic, Bunny's wa- Waddles? Waddles? Waddles. I'm going to go with Waddles. I like Waddles. I'm, okay. <laughs> it's Waddles. <huh? laughs> and then a Strange Owl. Um, we have Team Tall, or Tal. It's T-A-L. T-A-L, however you want to say it. Uh, next Scion, Numbers, Composure, Crew and Siege. We have Team Heavy, Bud Light Rifle, Ferrero 2 Clutch, Fireboy Clip, and EU Assault. We have Wasted Potential, which is. Is it Turtle? Yeah. Is that a C? Yeah. It's turtles. a C instead of an E. Okay. Still Turtles. Yeah. Again, Wasted Potential Turtles, Holic, Swish, Psychedelic, and Lesh. And we have Manipulative Smurfs, Crewman, Blaine's, Will Mannon, Defiled, and Zycane. Moving on to the Halo Draft League Challenger League. First team is Scarecrow Boat. This includes Nathan Bacon, Taze, Tika, Groom, uh, PHX Pride, and Legacy Waffle. Did you get the other Spirit of Fire rosters from the Champion League? Did you say the four more? Uh, Let's rewind. (laughs) (laughs) So after manipulative your Smurfs. Oh my god. You know what, my, my pro... Anyway, I'll just move on. Uh, we have FTP, which is 2-Sick, Map2Clutch, Bastion, Exodus, and LD50. Um, your bye week, Barbie Boy, Gold Star, BR, Guitar Hero Dude, Condor, and Fear the Beard. Where's Vemzy, which is Flurry, Vemzy, Financial, Joker, and Why Not? Then we have Scars Esports, which is Fluriously, Blaine, Dr. Biscuit, Kappa, Kid Fox, and 2Riot. I apologize. It's okay, I just noticed I'm like... The Champions League went by pretty quick. Back to the Challenger League here. <laughs> Again, Scarecrow Boat, Nathan Bacon, Taze, Tika, Groom, PHX Pride, and Legacy Waffle. We have Team Misfits, or The Misfits, I should say. Uh, Closer Spore, Prius Lasers, Dane, Hayes, Zapper, and Anomaly. We have TLC Gaming, Memorize It, Blues Coos, uh, Dread Takedown, Brisket, Khan, and George's Woke. We have Team Four, uh, Nate Strafe, Boca, Unditanza, uh, Fluxy, Elite Vortex, and Savior. Team 5 is Role Model, The BX Kid, Sweaty Rookie, Joy Slays, Mark Owns Your Face, and Pinecone Forest. Josh's favorite team, Bed Bath and Beyonce. Yes, great name. Still a great name. Hey, actually, before you continue, shout out to Beyonce for finally, finally 
releasing Lemonade on other streaming services other than Tidal. So, she she just, she just came out with a live album from I never, uh, Coachella I never listened last to year. Any of that? Nope. Okay. Either way, she came out with a live album from Coachella of last year. Okay. Okay. And she also came out with Lemonade was her last like full length album, and it was a title exclusive because her husband Jay Z owns like part of title. Okay. And so she just like her whole other discography is on other streaming services. It was just Lemonade that wasn't. Lemonade is now finally on streaming services. So if you're a Beyonce fan, I'm not. Well, yeah, yep. Okay. Bed <laughs> Bath and Beyonce will. All right. Seizure, Cardinal Sin, her side guys back, Aurora Jorialis, Sushi, and Huge Box Turtle. Josh is still laughing about the I'm not. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. He just fucking took it all down. One fell swoop. It's okay. I mean, hey, you don't have to be a Beyonce fan. I'm just pointing it out, you know? You know, she has some, she has some like singles along the way, but she uh, does. I'm just, everyone like puts her like on a pedestal up there, like greatest ever. And I'm just like, eh. I mean, she's not the greatest ever in my mind, but she does have some good singles. Uh, shout out to her single Halo, considering we're a. Uh, Hey, Moving on, <laughs> Team SVP players includes Justice, Megazyme, Limits, Big Bow, Ace, and LP Killjoy. It might be Lace. It's L space Ace I. It's Lacey. It's Lacey. I Is just it? saw that. I've been calling it. Call- Is it though? I don't know. I'm, I think I, it's Lacey. I'm going to go with what you say. It's. I think it's Lacey. It's L space A-C-E space I. Lacey. Right. Makes sense to me. On to Team Reborn, Bobetta Feta, another great name. Connard, Blue Houses, Barry December, Nerdsy, and Hero Walrus. We have Team The Flight. This is Blue's Who's, The Abstract Kid, Cryogenic, Kia, Shepard, and Mids Are Tight. And Snowball and Turtles, Nautilus EXG, Paladin, Sad Boy Search, Prince Saiyan, Quickshot, and Legend. On to the Halo Draft League free agent list. We have Classica, Arufa Senpai, Baumer, Baker, 2125, Button Mash Dog, Chaotic Kyle, Creedy, SOB, D-Man 8, Drogon, Ender, Lava, Ghost 117, GT Reaps, Holly Swag Rep, Yuchi, Deadlie, Adamant, Player 3, Iron Radar, Trip Shots, It's Aries, It's Exalt, Candid GG, Can Patch Me, Cogsta, uh, KUBs, Kabuz, <laughs> Sure, Lance Maverick, Loco, Mitch FPS, Mousy007, Mr. Snow, Night Clerk, Adfire, Pestified, Plowboy Bebop. Great name. Plumbus, Poseidon's BR, Pseudo Nomadic, Pwned Trigzy, Rewinds, Rattan 1099, Ream Seamer, Revan, Rubber Ducky, Sean for Japan, Shane is Unique, Shot Aces, Sneaky Doze, Striker, That Moo Koo, The Darth Honor, The Saz, T Man 797, Venacle, Walleye, Wizard, Dude for You, Sir Munchie, and Yarrow Snowcone to round it off. 
That does it for your Halo Draft League free agent list. And that does it for Roster Mania this week. And your little bit of Beyonce. <laughs> and now it's time for COD. Another Games Watch. Um, so real quick, Will. Um, some A tournament that literally just wrapped up before I was on my way over here. Um, the Gears of War Pro Circuit Season 2 Finals were taking place. And... Just want to give a shout out. So congratulations to Optic Gaming on not only winning the tournament, but for becoming one of, if not ultimately, the greatest console esports team of all time. So the amount of tournaments that they have won in Gears of War is staggering. Like, absolutely staggering. I think it was like 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, And therefore, I feel like you look at that in terms of other console esports teams, like they're, I believe they are number one at this point. So... Congratulations to them. Um, they're more than they said. Uh, one of the members of that team said that they're going to be sticking together for Gears Five. So they're, I mean, they're a powerhouse to be reckoned with. And they they even said during this tournament that um, they couldn't win a two K, like they couldn't win an online two K leading up to this event to save their life. And they said it just it just came down to the amount of practice that they're putting in and everything, and they they killed it. So they I don't think they dropped a single map. Um, damn yeah they they played lights out absolutely lights out so good for them and that's it for uh cod another games watch which means it's time for wills adventures with the lovers and other games too <laughs> what'd you play <laughs> will all right i played some games this week Believe it or not. Did you? What games did you play? Um, let's start off. I uh, continued playing Smash Bros. on the Switch. Unlocked a few more characters. Um, it's kind of my, if I'm just lounging upstairs, you know, just quickly grab it, play a few matches, and it is what it is. It's exactly what I did. Um, I played some more PUBG. Okay. I still hate it, but I play <laughs> okay. it because my friends play it. Sure. So, it's... Uh, I found out more recently that I have a hard time just playing solo in games now. Like, I have a lot better time if I'm playing with people. I don't think I could ever play PUBG alone. I played one solo match, and I was just bored out of my mind. Yeah, I, I don't got, think I could ever do I it. got on autopilot, and I wasn't even looking around. I literally was, like, just beelining it to the circle. I got mowed down in the, in the field. Actually, I was by some trees, but I, was, I got mowed down by someone laying down in the field. And I'm just like... Thanks, PUBG. Yep. All right, I turned it off and walked away. Jesus um, Christ. Played some Rainbow Six. You were here for that. I was. We, you uh, won. Yes, we were down 0-2 in casual. Came back and won 3-2 with a nice overtime victory. It was fun. Um, again, playing with, with friends on that. Dom has been getting into it. Uh, Bergy Fresh, I believe is his gamer tag, has been getting back into it too. Yes. So... Yeah, good times with friends there. Good and times. And I, uh, I really miss playing the game. I, I forgot how much I uh, knew about that game. We got a couple of the older maps, and we pulled some old strats out of the bag. Very nice. And, um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, felt good again. And then I played some Halo 5, um, watched Game of Thrones last week. Not going to say anything about it, but uh, I couldn't sleep afterwards, and I found out why. And I, I realized I'm making the same mistake right now. During our recording, I was very tired, and I drank an energy drink during our recording. Now, we recorded late. We recorded until, like, 9 p.m., and I was still drinking that energy drink even after we finished. Look where we are right now. And I'm still drinking one. I'm drinking one right now. So, um, I played Halo 5 with Scud Puddle until, like, 3 a.m. 
Very nice. Yep, I ranked in arena, plat two. Okay, I was sad. I mean, hey, it's plat. It's uh, it's arena, so um, it's HCS oh settings. What? I have to look up his name. I I played against someone I recognize. He was a champion. He's a ranked champion. Okay. I tweeted about it. Um, we were on refuge. I, I, I saw that tweet. Yep, I matched him twice. I got a uh, nap time. Nap time. He yes. Used. Yep. So I matched with him and he was just, he was carrying, he was doing really well on our, he was on our team. He does the, um, the SWAT nation streams. Yeah. 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 I'm like pretty guaranteed that he does the SWAT. Nation sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I matched with him. He was on our team. I was like, Oh, I recognize that name. That's pretty cool. We, I played with him a few matches later. We match against him on refuge. Very nice. We, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember if we won the match. All I remember is that I sniped him in the face as he was coming up through rocks on refuge. And I, um, I won a pistol duel against him as well. Like we were both strafing and crouching up and down. And I just, I, I won that pistol duel and I was like, holy crap. I just, I just won a pistol duel against a champion. I'm a little freaking, I'm a plat over here. Um, was it nap time EU or was it nap times? Naptime EU. Okay, he is not the one that does Halo, uh, the SWAT, Halo SWAT yeah, Nation. There's, so there, yeah, there's that's two of nap them. Times with a Z. Yep. My apologies. Okay. I had to look it up. So that's sure. yeah, Go that's ahead. same gamer tag, just yeah, but different he, people. Yeah, yeah. But he still, I still went up against a champ player, got mm. a few kills on him. He, we, we went back and forth all game, but, um, I was proud of myself a little bit, even though we may, I think we, it was a Slayer game. I think we won in the end, but um. Yeah, just to, I played against a champ player and held my own in some situations. It felt good. Did Scud get shit on? He carried our team most of the time, so I can't say Scud got shit on. Damn it. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, Josh, not giving you that satisfaction it's right okay. now. Um, but, yeah, that's what I played for the week. Halo, I, I woke up this morning, and, of course, we had Avengers Endgame yes. planned. But I was really just craving playing some Halo, and I... As you know, we're moving locations again, yes. so I already packed up my Xbox. I'm just like, damn it, I, I can't. <laughs> well, you'll be moving back over there very soon, so. Yep. So yeah. it'll I'll bust it out, and I, I, I miss playing Halo Five with Friends. when the teams are there. Yeah. You know? Miss so, playing so, with teammates. Yep. Solo queuing is trash. Oh yeah. It's complete trash. It's terrible. I hope they do something better for Infinite. Me too. We'll have to wait and see. There it is. Thank you. I was about to do it too. If you didn't, Josh, what did you play this week? Literally nothing, and that does what? it for Wills. <laughs> Wait, what? Explain yourself, sir. I have a child at uh, home. Yeah, that's basically it. So, yeah, I literally okay. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I played, and by play I mean I turned a game on and played for like five ten minutes, but I didn't actually sit down and play anything. Sure. So. The Crew 2 had a free weekend. Well, it's still going on. The Crew 2 has a free weekend right now on Steam and Xbox and whatnot. And I played the beta on that game was horseshit. But I like racing games. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's changed. Lo and behold, I didn't realize that my beta progress didn't transfer over to the real to the full game. So I had to go through the tutorial again. Uh, so I literally played the tutorial and then I uninstalled the game again. Because I'm like, nope. This not going game through is, all yeah, that. This game sucks still. Um... <laughs> 
No, other than that, uh, I turned on Final Fantasy XIV to character transfer to a different world because character transfers are currently free because they went through a complete overhaul. Um, See, I I literally logged in to, you know, I I went onto the website to transfer my character, then logged in to verify the character transfer went through, then I logged back off. Like, that that is literally all I did this week in terms of, uh, uh, over the week in terms of video games. All right, then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It happens sometimes. Kids take things away. I really didn't think I was going to end up playing anything. Like, Smash, PUBG, and Rainbow Six were all, like, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. With us moving, I... I, I mean, I really didn't play for that long. I snuck those in. Sure. And then my Halo session was just me not being able sleep. to sleep. Yep. So I realistically, I only played for maybe two hours total this weekend. And it just life life happens. Life happens. Uh, so. The plan is what? This weekend on Saturday is the tour to Walsh that we're doing. Is that this Saturday? Yep, May 4th, I think. That's May 4th, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Saturday. Um, it's May third or fourth. Yep, I'm gonna have to check in on timing with my. I'm gonna have to check my calendar. Sure. Because <laughs> I I checked mine all the fucking time. I think that is it. April or May? Well, it's, we're currently Fuck. in April, and this is the last weekend in April. Is it May or June? I mean, okay. <laughs> one of one of the fourths is my niece's birthday. You should probably figure that. I out. should. Yeah. We're giving them. Uh, so with uh, with moving, we were cleaning more. And I found my old Wii, Nintendo Wii. Really? So we're giving that to my nieces. Very nice. So they'll be very nice. They'll be excited. There's I'm some sure great games on the Wii. They'll, uh, um, I think they're gonna love Just Dance. They, sure. They love to do song, anything with music. They're really excited about. Hell yeah. They like to scream into their their fake microphone at home. So I'm sure uh, giving them something to actually scream, like into scream a different it, microphone. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sure my. Uh, my brother's gonna love all the the jumping up and down going on in this house. Good, that's what you're for, though. Yep, you're the good. fun uncle. Yes, remember, I'm, I'm trying to be. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tour to Walsh on Saturday, kind of like a who organized? Who is organizing this? I think Silos is. Is like Silos? The, he kind of he's kind of the grandmaster behind yeah. everything. So Silos, I'm taking it. Oh, I'm taking it from you for a second here, and I'm gonna say this is an HTS Pro Talk community tour to Walsh. Because it's literally in our Discord that it happened. So. Yep. That's what I'm going to say. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Silos for wanting to get this thing organized. Um, for those who don't know what this is, I believe it's a thousand play, a thousand kill FFA. First to a thousand kills wins. I think it's in each Halo game. Oh, we're only doing one. Okay. Yeah, we're only doing one. I, I, and if we're not, I don't have fucking time to do it. It's got to be. I believe it's just one. I, I'm voting Halo 3 or 5. I think it's two that we're doing it in. Two? I think. Two, I think. I'm not a fan of two. We have to. I'll have to check and see. Yeah. We'll play on oh. our little uh, slogan oh. there. Changing oh. it up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure that's on Saturday. But yeah, that does it for Will's Adventures with the Halo and other games too. Um, Will. Yeah. Should we talk about some news? What do we got, Josh? First and foremost, Grim Brother One breaks his leg. Literally. Ouch. Um, this is by Grim Brother one It's a tweet, and I quote, Landed weird in our game last night. Ended up with a dislocated knee and a pretty gnarly break of my tibia. Pretty much the worst timing possible with what I've got coming down the pipe in life over the next month. Prayers and good vibes are welcome in all flavors. Heart emoji. Hashtag Grim Times. Does he play... Is it basketball? I have literally no idea. I wonder what he was... What he was playing, what he was doing. I'm an asshole for not knowing that. But yeah, seriously, uh, Grim Brother one we're sending you... 
good vibes and uh, a quick, speedy recovery. It that doesn't sound fun at all to have to deal with. And yeah, the 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 pictures looked pretty pretty bad on Twitter. Exactly, pretty bad injury here. I um to relate, I I injured my knee, but it was nothing not to that extent. Um, and I I was in pain and just agonizing, walking around the house and trying to get with uh with the injured knee. I can't imagine just being oh. And I still gave you shit for never getting seen about it. Nope, I'm doing okay now. Oh now. Let's wait till next hockey season. Oh, I'm doing fine, Kramer. I'm just one of the... Oh! <laughs> next news story. MCCBTB with grassroots members. This is posted by Halo on Twitter, and I quote, This Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, our uh, hashtag HCS grassroots partners will team up to take on all challengers in MCCBTB. Search the big team battle preset in the match composer, meet the team in matchmaking, and earn yourself the exclusive HCS grassroots MCC nameplate and Halo 5 BR skin. This already happened, but it was cool. So I literally just wanted to give like a shout out to them to be like, hey, we're intro- we're integrating our grassroots partners a little bit more and uh, good to see all around. Next up, Covenant Slayer and Warzone Turbo are back within Halo 5. Go ahead and check out those playlists if you're any at all interested. There's a community spotlight for April 25th, 2019 by Snickerdoodle over on HaloWaypoint.com. There is a literal shit ton of uh, great community content that is posted on there. You have artwork, you have videos, you have other stuff. It's great. Check it out. Um, next up, we have a Halo Outpost Discovery teaser by Halo Outpost Discovery on Instagram. Um, and I quote, have you ever wanted to visit a Halo ring? Thanks to the UNSC honeybee, now you can. This in-progress asset is only a glimpse of the unforgettable journey that awaits you at hashtag Halo Outpost this summer. Link in the bio for more. So yeah, it's it, they they gave like a little picture or like a little gif of um oh my god what the hell this hornet esque looking spacecraft I guess you could say and or aircraft because I don't know if it goes in space I'm gonna say aircraft but either way it looks sick I have no idea what that actually means for Halo Outpost Discovery but I know we're gonna be getting more information down the pipeline so we'll have to wait and see. Next up, we have the MCC Game and Playlist update for April 24th, 2019, posted by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, Hey friends, we have finally been able to kick this mischievous grunt out of MCC with today's update to Halo the Master Chief Collection. Along with finally regaining control, today's update brings with it a series of bug fixes, changes to playlist, and some technical explanations on future changes. So... Uh, They fixed an issue that could result in a profile crashing after creating or removing many UGC files, added Halo 3 hardcore game variants to built-in custom game menu, um, adjusted code to help reduce playing the same map multiple times in a row. Thank God. Uh, People were complaining a shit ton about, like, Construct King of the Hill being played over and over and over again in the Halo 3 hardcore playlist, so Mm. hopefully that gets taken care of. So, uh, I saw Postums put out a tweet about, um, it's also kind of the same thing after they rolled this update out. He was like, hey, anyone still getting back-to-back maps? Like, kind of like, yeah, we fixed this. Hopefully they did fix it. Uh, Rotated the yapping out, rotated multi-team out, rotated infection in. Social games, eight-player free-for-all zone control. Uh, Halo 1, reduced Crazy King scored to win from 120 to 60. Same thing happened in Halo 2. In Halo 2 Anniversary, uh, reduced the score from 120 to 100. And in Halo 4, reduced the score to win from 150 to 100. Um... Social Games 8-Player Free-For-All SWAT. 
Halo 2, added SWAT to Lockout, Ascension, Ivory Tower, Beaver Creek, Sanctuary, Turf, Desolation, and Tombstone. For Halo 3, added it to Construct, Guardian, Isolation, Boundless, Pit Stop, Foundry, Blackout, Ghost Town, and Cold Storage. And in Halo 4, added it to Adrift, Abandon, Haven, Solace, Landfall, Monolith, Skyline, and Pitfall. Uh, Eight-player free-for-all snipers. Halo 1, added it to Damnation, Hang'em High, Derelict, and Boarding Action. Halo 2, to Lockout, Ascension, Midship, Ivory Tower, Sanctuary, Sanctuary, Turf, and Tombstone. Halo 2 Anniversary, to Lockout, Zenith, and Shrine. Halo 3, to Construct, Guardian, Isolation, Narrow, Snowbound, The Pit, Blackout, Assembly, Citadel, and Heretic. And in Halo 4, added it to Abandon, Complex, Haven, Solace, Landfall, Monolith, Pitfall, and Vertigo. Known issues with the update, though. After selecting a new voice language to install, the title must be closed and relaunched before it will be installed. Weapon icons are not displayed on Halo CE's loading screens due to CE using weapon sets rather than standard starting weapon settings, and alternate set of icons is being developed for CE to be released in a future update. Weapon icon is always displayed as assault rifle on Halo 3 Forge loading screen. Looking ahead, auto ban changes. With today's update uh, comes some code changes to set up the foundation for us to alter two scenarios in MCC's auto bans based on community feedback and supporting data the publishing team has investigated. The two scenarios that will be changing in the future are a change to ban players who dodge on a loading screen and allowing for players to, and unbalanced teams to quit and not be stuck in a 4v2 and 4v1 scenario. Thank God. Uh, once the rules are updated, this will allow us to punish those dodging during the matchmaking process and will enforce a quit ban to them on completion of the match they quit out of. For the 4v2 and 4v1 scenarios, once enabled, those who are on a team where nobody has quit, but the, but the opposing team still has half or less of its players remaining, you'll be able to quit without receiving a matchmaking ban. Again, thank God. Wait, um, so that, does that mean if you're if it's like a 4v2 yep. and someone on the 4 team quits, they don't receive any penalty now? Is that how I read that? Those who are on a team where nobody has quit but the opposing team still has half or less of its players remaining, you'll be able to quit without receiving a matchmaking ban. I think it's for both sides. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Got I think it. it's just for both sides total. Um, to be crystal clear, these are not live today. The dates for these changes coming online are currently to be determined, but the publishing team is actively working to schedule that work with the supporting teams who alter these rules. Thank you for all the feedback on this, and we look forward to hearing how this change will be received once it goes online. Matchmaking and how a server is chosen. I was able to catch up with Dana from the pub team to get a full explanation on what goes into the behind the scenes when a player starts searching for a game and how it decides what server to use. Below is a concise explanation. Each user has a normalized 0 to 100 list of servers. Their lowest ping server is the 0 point for the scale and the others are adjusted from these 0 points. If a high population US server does not naturally fall within this range, the lowest ping one is appended to the list. This ensures that a high population server is always available for each user to ensure that they can always find matches. When a match is formed, the normalized server list for each user is cross-referenced and the best server for the group is selected. As always, should you have feedback, please head over to the feedback threads in this forum to let us know what you think. See you all online. So I think the reasoning behind that server explanation is the EU players. Because it seems as though they're getting put on like US East or US West, I think both of those frequently. Yeah. And they're not being put on their own. And I, I, I think the reason why the in-depth explanation was in here was due to EU players. Because they often make or match in those servers. Correct. There's probably not enough 
EU players. EU players. Yep, for their servers. That's I, I truly believe that's why that was in there. Um, yeah, that does it for regular news. Now it's time for some competitive news. First up, Tashi responds. This is a uh, a commented tweet by Tashi. So the first tweet was by Dr. Disrespect. Okay? The, you'll get why I put this in here. So, and I quote, It's a $150 billion industry. We're th- where are the quality competitive shooter games? I'm bleeding black blood and my sanity is nuts right now. I know you passionate gamers have to be thinking the same thing. I can't be the only one. Tashi replied with, on the way. So, so you basically say an infinite's going to be the yeah. next competitive shooter. Exactly. Um, I kind of feel the same way. The as, tweet as, blew up, by the way. Did. It, it, it really did. It did. Um, I kind of feel the same way as Dr. Disrespect there. Mm-hmm. Um, where are the competitive shooters? I mean, Fortnite's taken over the world as a, with the BR. Yeah. But... In a, have you seen competitive play? Like, there's still half the lobby alive at the end, and it I turns into a build. It, it, I and just then, can't watch it. And then it, it lags. Like, if really, there's there's been some like, I guess I don't I don't know how it is for the players anymore. Sure. When it first came out, competitive was horrible at the end. Tons of lagging, tons of stutter. Um, when you're watching it, there's stream stutter because I think I think at this point it's fixed for the players. Okay. But. When you're converting all that into the stream, it, the stream like will lag the game, or awesome. like, not the game itself, but what you're viewing. Yeah, the broadcast. Um, the broadcast yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yes, thank you for those words. You're welcome. Um, words can be sometimes difficult. And PUBG kind of emerged for a little bit before Fortnite. With, I could never with competitive. I could never watch that. Either. But yeah, it's so slow. Right. That's got to be the most campiest fucking thing ever. And what did we really have before Battle Royale? Well, Gears is going on still, but I think this might have been... Is this the last Gears event that took place? That's going to be taking place before Gears 5? I'm not entirely certain. But you have the Call of Duty World League still. So, yeah. You have the Overwatch World League. Uh, or the Overwatch League. Um, and they just announced their World League. Um, what? I mean... You have Obviously CS ha- still. Halo was there for a little bit. Right. Halo was there. Halo 3 still going on. You have DreamHack coming up. But like in terms of new, no. Yeah. Nothing new. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it feels kind of stale right now. Yeah. Um. If, if you have your, like if you have your community, then you have your community, right? So mm-hmm. it's not stale for you in that regard. Like not you will, but like, yeah. If, yeah. You, if the person has their community out there. Um. But yeah, in terms of just a new competitive FPS... Nothing is really coming to mind. Granted, my brain's not fully functioning <laughs> sure. right now, but I really don't think there is. But well, let's just say COD's been on the scene for so long. Correct. Halo's been on the scene for so long. Yep. Halo has, or not, what am I, what was I going to? What was I, did I say Halo yet? Yes, Halo. you did. Halo, COD, um, Gears, Gears, um, CS, it's all been there for so yes. long. Yep. Like, what's the newest, what's the newest shooter? There's no, like, you know what I'm saying? It's all been there. I think the newest would be Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. sure. But of course. But I'm saying like outside of the arena shooter, you know, because there's not many oh, more yikes, dude. arenas. That's... I mean, maybe Rainbow Six a little bit. It would be Ooh, the newest. That could be. 
but that, that realistically could be that didn't grab a lot of people that was more of it, it's kind it of has a, now though yeah like it, it when it had its resurgence and they kept making content for it and then what they announced the rainbow six pro league mm-hmm. right yeah once that happened it's like it solidified itself at that it, point it did but i feel like that's kind of a the same thing that halo scott where it's its, its own niche community is rainbow six an arena shooter that's I don't know. It's 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 a little weird because it's like your COD S and D, right? Where you get your one life, right? But it's also kind of like a class based shooter. It is because you have your different operators, operators which is I, like a class. Yeah, it kind of combines that a little bit, right? I and mean, you can you can technically COD this last year class base S and D. Every every operator, true. Every person had very a very true. Yeah, very true. Kind of the same premise. I can understand that. Okay, I can get behind that. Um, I think in just terms of competitive shooter, I think that would be it. Rainbow Six would be probably the newest one. Yeah. And that's not taking into consideration like, oh, there's a new COD that released this year. Right. You know? And right. I, like That's not me saying, like I said last week, where every COD, like, because every Call of Duty is not the same. It's no. not the same game. So don't don't think that I'm twisting my words from last week because I'm not. But in terms of a Call of Duty game releasing and that being the new competitive Call of Duty because every new one is the next competitive one. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of brand new shooter, I think that's Rainbow Six. Yeah, and maybe with um, with with Rainbow Six too, it's it's a slow paced game. Yes. Um, a lot but of these people who want usually something happening all the time. That is true. Setting um, up barricades, getting traps set up, like communicating back and forth. You're, there's constantly something happening in, sure. in Rainbow Six. Sure. But yeah, um. A lot of the games at this point have, I mean, Rainbow Six been, has, been, has been out for years mm-hmm. or a couple of years. Everything, I, I'm kind of in that same, I feel like everything's kind of getting stale at this point. It is. And hopefully there's something new in the, I want to say arena shooters um, that can kind of grab people and maybe Infinite can switch it up to the way that it does. That's what I'm really hoping for is uh, um, Infinite comes comes out and it's something people look to as, oh, this is... This is really going to work, and this is going to... Could pull. be the next pinnacle of console esports. Hopefully. I think yeah. that's what we're all hoping yeah. for. With it... These were not... We, we talked about this before. We don't think that it's going to be PC for competitive, right? We think it's going to stay console. I believe it will. Yeah. I, I truly do think that it'll stay competitive on console. Just like COD has come to PC, but it's still played on PS4. Right. Right. So, I gave that a little bit more thought, too. And I think the reason why it's still competitive on console with COD is because A, this is really the first one that had, like, so Activision's Call of Duty's publisher, Mm -hmm. right? Activision Blizzard, they have Bnet. They put Black Ops 4 on the Battle.net launcher. It's officially there. Like, Destiny 2 is the only other non-Blizzard game that's on it. Okay. I think the only this gonna, I'm not saying this with 100% certainty, but re, think about this. One of the main reasons why it's still competitive on console and not PC is because a this is the first time it's really had a backing on PC because other games have come out on PC, don't get me wrong, but I think this is the first time it's had like official backing because of Bnet and whatnot. And B um PlayStation's a sponsor. Yeah. Like, it's brought to you by PlayStation. So, it's played competitively on PlayStation 4s. What the fuck else do you think? Right. So, 
So, so then the question that comes up is Microsoft right. is now going to be behind Infinite on PC. Correct. Yep. It's and obviously going to be on the Microsoft store. Absolutely. So I'm not sure. Title. I'm not sure about Steam for Infinite. Like, right. I don't obviously, know MCC is going there. We know that. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit too when we get to the topic. Okay. Yeah. But um, Infinite on the Microsoft store, yep. that would be something that Microsoft is pushing. Correct. Maybe we see. How would you feel about PCs being used, but controllers still being in play? Like it's played on a PC using a controller by pros. No. No, you think it goes no, mouse and keyboard? It has to be. If it's on PC, it goes mouse and keyboard. If it's on console, it's controller. I feel like Halo is so rooted in the controller. I agree. That I definitely agree. Um I definitely agree. But the so I just talked about how like Call of Duty has its first like real backing on PC right now, mm-hmm. right? With Black Ops 4. I don't know the player base anymore because obviously it's large on console, it always is. But uh with Infinite coming to PC because it's it is Halo games don't come out for, what, three, four years, maybe more? Yep. So knowing that there won't be one every year, maybe this could be its first foray into competitive on PC. It could. I just don't know. We don't know. But if, if, if I think Halo has a better chance of being competitive on PC than Call of Duty does. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with that PlayStation partnership with call of duty like that's it'll remain on console (laughs) competitively as long as playstation remains one of their head sponsors like it's as simple as that okay but yeah let's have to wait and see i'm excited to see what comes of halo on pc because i feel like what we know right now is that the game coming to PC has drawn more interest than it would have if it was just console. Correct. So. Yeah, we've we've seen people talking about, oh, I'm going to be building a brand new PC for Infinite, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, that's it's awesome to see. Yep. And, but the problem is, is that it needs to work. Yep, which I'll get to, I'll talk about that a little later in our, when we have our topic. MCC so. on PC, sure. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future. I'm definitely <laughs> hopeful. And the one thing I'm going to say is if competitive Halo, if competitive Halo esports continues on console, I'm going to be so upset uh, if people will get really mad about that. And you know, people are like, people are going to blame three for three for it and whatnot. And I'm just going to say this right now before any of this has been announced before we know anything about it. If Halo esports remain on console, and you're upset about it, fuck off. I don't have time for this petty bullshit anymore. I don't. It's going to continue where it continues, and if it's on PC, cool. Here's here's something that I've been thinking, too. What's up? Uh, sorry to hold up the news here. We're kind of extending this out. but It's okay. This is um, important. Um, with Infinite coming to PC... Yep. And we, we've, we've heard that the PS5 is rumored to be 2020. Yes, both both of them. The yeah, the the next PlayStation and the next Xbox are rumored to be 2020. Worth Infinite 2020. Correct. Will it be a launch title for the launch, new console? Launch title for the new console. Yep. I feel like Microsoft would want to keep Halo Esports on console to promote that new console. Why not? 
Same Why thing. Not? Same thing. Sony's doing sure. with, with keeping the sponsorship over COD. Right. Um, now, would we love to see it on PC? That smoother frame rate, yep. better graphics. Of course, who doesn't want to see that? Right. But I, I just it's it's so rooted in console that I have a hard time seeing PC scene being brought on. So here's where I come into it. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you that I truly believe that the next the next set of consoles are going to be coming out in 2020. Like I'm I'm pretty I'm 99.9% sure. It's just like I said about Infinite coming out in 2020. I was 99.9% sure. A game does not release in 2019. Is, question mm-hmm. with the with the consoles coming out in 2020. Yep. I'm getting married in 2020. Is it a little too much to put a new console on your wedding registry? No. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Dude, you, it, that's entertain- what the wedge- registries are for. You put hundreds of dollars of items on there, and you just see what happens. It's like, All right. yeah, sorry, sorry. It's like the lottery. You never know what you're gonna ba- get. Back to your train of thought here. Sorry. Um, for breaking. No, you're fine. You're fine. I, I, I respect that. I respect that decision. Um, nice job. Nice oh, I'm job. I'm having a bad day. It's okay. So the thing that I want to say is, is that Will, you and I are going to be playing Infinite on a PC, right? Yeah, I might be controller on PC to start. I will too. I don't care. The fact of the matter is you and I will more than likely be playing Infinite on PC when it releases, correct? Yeah. Okay. My wife does not have a gaming PC, okay? We don't have space for two desks and whatnot, so I'm not even going to go down that road. But what I will say is, is that I will more than likely be getting one of, if not two of, the new Xbox when it comes out, because that'll give my wife an opportunity and me to play together. Sure. Now, if there's crossplay, like I'm able to play with my wife when she's on Xbox and I'm on PC, like uh, Sea of Thieves does, right? Yep. If they do that, then I'll just get one and it'll be in the living room. We're good to go. But I want to give her an opportunity as well. So I don't know where I was going with that, but the fact of the matter is it. Yes, I think it'll be a release. It will be a launch title when the new consoles come out in 2020. And yes, it'll still be able to be played on the original Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. Like you just don't have to worry about that. Um, think of it like a like a Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess or Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild ordeal, right? Released on Wii and GameCube for Twilight Princess, released on Wii U and Switch for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So, I, I'm not worried about it at all. Um. But no, I, I agree with you that it very well could be like, hey, as a promotional thing, we want people to buy the new console. Competitive remains on console. So, and I mean, if you think about it this way, right? Gears of War. Gears of War 4 released. It was a Play Anywhere title. It's on PC. Competitive stayed on console. So, who the fuck knows? Um, Shall we move on? Yeah, sorry for that long tangent. Not a problem at all. Next up, Team Respawn announces Halo Wars 2 tournament. This by Team Respawn, of course, over on Twitter. And I quote, we are hosting a 2v2 Halo Wars 2 tournament next Saturday, May 4th. Okay, there you go. Twitter Walsh is May 4th. Um, Grab a friend and see if you are the best. Games will be casted on Twitch. Good luck. You can check out the challenge link in the show notes of the Google Doc of the show. Um, Next up, Europa Halo announcements. These are four, count them, four announcements by Europa Halo on Twitter. First and foremost, the casting team. And I quote, meet the team. First up, our new primary casting team. We will bring in more as the year goes on, but our first set of casters joining us are Shirzy, Joe Sketch, and the best Halo caster in the scene, Banter Ranter. 
Next up, video content producers. Next on the team announcements are video content producers. Already starting to make some superb pieces for stream, Hulk and Swashy Joshy join the Halo uh, Europa Halo team. Joining the Europa Halo team in, a ch in charge of stats in the EU power ranking systems is Europa Halo veteran Ultimate Dong and Just Chris. And finally, our admins. MK Viable Manatee heads up the team with Faber underscore PR joining him. That completes the lineup for now. Congratulations to you guys, and uh, I'm definitely excited to see these tournaments. And I believe it next weekend is the first Challenger Cup. Uh, actually, the first Takedown Cup. Yes. So, it's their 4v4 HCS settings. Check it out. All right, well, this is the big one. Oh, boy. Um, Brand new Halo Amateur League has been announced by Quota. This is a Google Doc. We're going to read through it. And I quote, Getting started. Hey everyone, Quota here. Providing some much needed asked info regarding some of the moves I've been making in recent days. Yes, I'm making an AM Halo League. No, it's not the only thing we are doing here. Halo has been and will be a big part of my life growing up. Uh, and in an era where Halo 2 and Halo 3 were thriving, and I was watching young stars at the time like Snipedown rise straight to the top and really never leave. Well, I've been a spectator for all too long, and it's time for me to do my part in giving back to the community that's always been there like a family should. As a former player of 13 years around playing Halo, let's get into things. So without further ado, let me go over what some of the plans are as it stands. Official rules, signups, and start dates have yet to be announced, but let me go over things to make sure we are super duper clear. The Halo Amateur League will start off in Season 0. This is essentially our trial run for the project and sort of a benchmark on how to continue forward. Season 0 will feature before DreamHack Dallas and provide 16 teams a new opportunity to get some well-deserved practice heading into the big test. Along with the Amateur League, there will be some added features and benefits for everyone to try out. Here is the Halo Amateur League breakdown. 16-team league bracket. Free-to-play, first-come, first-serve. There's a playoff bracket. Stat tracking. Winner gets free entry into Season 1. Second place gets 50% off. Halo 3 MCC, MLG V8 settings, best of five series besides the playoffs, which are best of seven, uploaded content and advertising for you and your organization, two-week regular season, three-day playoffs, matches will be played at you and your team's convenience, actively will tweet live streams and showcase matches. The most important thing to note here is that I've gotten very little pushback from the community so far about prize money. For those who have pushed back, here's some of the reasons as why it's not happening for Season 0. This first beta test, if you will, is to gauge the amount of natural interest in a league. Halo is far beyond what it used to be, so we are taking precautions to ensure that we don't rush anything for this league. It's really important for us to also plan these in accordance with upcoming Halo events. Uh, we love Halo and we love all the people around Halo, including the HCS event organizers and our pro players, and we don't want to overstep and make it impossible to play in all tournaments. The big takeaway is the actual ser uh, is the actual service we are providing to push for teams who need the practice before Dallas and want to work with all of our teams to ensure they improve from our league. We are always uh, arms open with every player, but please leave your ego at the door. Season 1's plans are not even announced, but a large prize pool will be in place for our kickoff season. The full experience. We are not stopping at just working in the means for our leagues of Halo. Uh, we, are work we are going to be doing so much more in and out of the Halo scene. Within our scene, we are going to provide an area on Discord where you can actively tag Halo players for scrims, watch them live, and report the stats. We are actively going to be keeping track of key matchups and scrims and help share content to maximize the viewership of your streams. 
While we will be actively helping keeping stats and content in the first fold, it's our intention for coaches, staff members, and players alike to help grow the scene by helping newcomers be exposed to the world of the HCS and our growing competitive scene. We'll be working hard in our Season 0 offseason to develop a system to, to allow newcomers to improve their game the fastest way possible. Premium Services With our brand, it's important that we offered something extra within the competitive space to learn for hands-on. Our service will eventually allow teams and players to get the extra help they need to reach their goals. For the time being, we're running the service for four teams and four players that are attending Dallas for free. A basic breakdown follows. Team, Stratbook, VOD reviews, team breaks, strats, and coach training, and for the player, VOD reviews, strats, and true player breakdowns. While Halo is the heart, we also understand the opportunities that other titles such as Overwatch and Call of Duty presents, and we are working hard to find qualified advisors and coaches for each game. In the meantime, Halo is the big picture here, and it's our, it's our job to provide the best overall experience for the AM scene possible. I'd like to take you guys on this journey with us and welcome you to the Tavern Gaming Hub. We are under construction and we'll have more info in the coming weeks on the official launch, but we are exclusively opening up the server to the Halo community. Enjoy. And there's a Discord server link in that Google Doc as well that'll be included in the Google Doc of our show in the show notes. So go ahead and check it out. Very cool. So yeah, another league in the works. Um, already reached out to Quota and we'll be covering the league, of course, when the matches begin. Um, just excited to see everything that comes from it. So we have, we have the Halo Draft League. That's Halo Five. We have uh, this Halo Amateur League, which is Halo Three, and all in preparation for Infinite. So, good shit, good shit. Will, that does it for the news. Would you mind going through some tournaments, pretty please? Yes. So Microsoft Store Two v Two Throwdown. I believe it's still currently happening. Right? Or they should be wrapping up? So, Will. Yes, Josh. Courtesy of noobcombo.com. I'm sorry I wasn't able to include this in the show notes, so I'm just going to read through these real quick if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead. So, Will actually read the blurb that I have on there real quick. He says we will cover these next week. Yes, we will cover the majority of them next week. But the ones that were on Halo's Mixer channel... We have the results for, thanks to Maddie Rums over at Noob Combo. You're amazing, sir. Without further ado, here we go. Uh, for Woodfield Mall, Chicago, Illinois, Lobos, Pixelized, and Bullet. Um, it looks like this was the regional single elimination. So first place went to Woodfield Mall, Chicago, Illinois, Lobos, consisting of Pixelized and Bullet. Second place from Lock and Terra, San Antonio, was Janitor's Closet consisting of Janitor's BR and Bandemonium. Third, fourth uh, from South Coast Plaza and Costa Mesa went to Carrington Squad, which was Nightwalker 823 and Remus Diagram 33. And then from the Square One store in Mississauga, oh God, was BBB consisting of Mr. Sneaky and One Shot Sniper. So congratulations to everybody there. And like Will said, we'll be covering the rest of them as long as brackets were fucking created next week. What else you got, Will? All right. We had a female pro league Halo 3 tournament result. Yes. They're back. They finally returned. Something I've been waiting for for so long. <laughs> First place went to Guardians Gaming. Second went to Sway GG. And third, fourth was Cortana and Caffeinated. So congrats on the win. Hell yeah. 
Uh, next, we have the Nebraska Esports Gaming Festival. It was a Halo 3 2v2 tournament. Here are the results. First place went to Trophy Hunters. Second was D's Nuts. Third through fourth was uh, Blue Esports and Baby Mamas. Fifth through seventh, we have Goats R Us, Team TDA, and Dusters. We do have a challenge bracket that will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes. Shout out to Heavy Rainfall for providing the bracket. Nebraska Esports Gaming also had a Halo 3 FFA. First place went to BM Tradition. Second was Lumpalicious. Third, Mobius Sparrow. Fourth, Stor- Storm Ray. Fifth, Alakazoom. Sixth was Idolize. Seventh was Elo Steampunk. Eighth was Insanity. Again, shout out to Heavy Rainfall for the bracket. And also, shout out to Queen for the bracket for the uh, FEMA Pro League tournament that took place. Nice. I hopped into her stream, asked her if she still had the bracket. She posted a screenshot of it. Thank you very much. Nice. All right. Um, Halo Australia. Halo 2v2. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of, a lot of Halo Australia. Halo 2, 2v2 tournament results. Here we go. First place went to SKE, Pirate, or Pratties and Seduce. Second place went to Nuke and Pave, which included Junior and Gom Nerds. Third through fourth was DK, which was SV Suspect and Jakeas DK. And Tusberg, which was Tubbs and Loberg. Fifth through eighth was BBR, which, which included Slays and Madsy, IMMF, which was I'm Hef Intel and eight ads. Uh, coming soon, dot, 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 included Sissy and Carnage, and Nemesis included Kojo Got Mojo and question mark. Yep. Halo Australia also had a Halo 3 4v4. And here are the results. First place went to SKE, which was Junior, Pratties, Seduce, and Ra- Revy. Um, second went to Authority, Pips, Madzy, Berserk, and Slays. Third and fourth was BBR, which included I'm Hef, Ads, Raf, and Monza. We had Australian Rush, which was Lunchy, Lejo, Loberg, and Gom Nerds. Fifth through eighth, Osprey, Osweezy. The New Guns, Jim, and Toddles. Washed came in that 5th through 8th as well, which was Hectic, Tubbs, Lunar, and Lithonius. BRP, Sissy, Suspect, Carnage, and Jake is DK. And then Zeddy and Co., which included Donut, No Hope, Focky? Foki? <laughs> what the hell? And then O. Mitchie. On that team as well. The thing that I loved about these Halo Australia, this Halo Australia land, is we saw a lot of that Mind Freak roster mm-hmm. show up here. Remember them? Yeah. Um, and then what we had Monza show up there as well. Um, I think Lungy Lunchy was one of the organizers, if I'm not mistaken. Alejo is in there. Um, just a lot of a lot of names that we've been able to talk about for a long time on this show. As a matter of fact. Yeah. So good to see. Very nice. All right, we also had the AGLA Winter League 19 Grand Finals results. It was Rooster Bucks to blow going up against Straight Griffin. Game one was a 5-2 going to Rooster Bucks to blow. Uh, This was a 17-minute game that ended up happening. Game two was a 5-1 going to Rooster Bucks to blow. This one was an 11-minute game. 
Game three, step it up a notch. Five to three, straight get Griffin took this one. It was a 42-minute game. Holy cow. It's a big one. Game four, 5-0 going to straight Griffin. A little bit of a, a difference in time here. It's a nine-minute game. Jesus Christ. So we have a game five on our hands. We have a game five, and this must have been grueling grueling back and forth standoff after standoff it was a one hour and 39 minute game all right the score was five to three over an hour and a half long game hot damn your winners with a series score of three to two are rooster bucks to blow they dominated all season they did they showed up hard in the playoffs straight griffin dominated all season too though they did so so this was this was the inevitable matchup and yep. came to a game five thank an god hour too. and a half long game yep hot damn congratulations the rooster bucks that was that's that's incredible josh anything to say on on the agla who knows if they have any bucks to blow will let's move on <laughs> Two, the Halo Draft League weekly match results. Um, we had Instinct go up against Reborn. That was a three to one going to Instinct. Bed Bath and Beyonce versus Snowballing Turtles, my two favorite names in this league. Bed Bath and Beyonce took it three to two. Beyonce! Uh, Bronze Boys versus Team 15, they still need a name, uh, was a 3 0 to Bronze Boys due to a forfeit. Platinum's Best went up against SVP players, 3 0 to Platinum's Best. Bronze Boys took on Manipulative Sp- Smurfs, and it was a 3-0 to Bronze Boys. Uh, SVP Coaches took on Tall, 3-2 to SVP Coaches. Tall took on YBW. And then uh, it says it was 3-0 by TBW. It's YBW. Okay, yep. 3-0 going to YBW. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyonce went up against SVP players. That was a 3-0 to Bed Bath and Beyonce. Bed Bath and Beyonce then went up against the flight. Another 3 0 to Bed Bath and Beyonce. Beyonce! SVP coaches took on Where's Venzi? 3 0 to SVP coaches. Scars Esports versus Jolly Josh's team. 3 0 going to Scars Esports. We have Wasted Potential who took on Spellbound. 3 1 to Wasted Potential. Bronze Boys are back in the mix against Tall. 3 0 to Bronze Boys. The Misfits took on Scarecrow Boat. And that was a 3 0 to Scarecrow Boat. And last but not least, FTP took on the Bronze Boys. Sorry, Bronze Boys, you got 3-0 this time. FTP takes it home. That's what I got for tournaments. Very nice, Will. Thank you very much for reading through those. Excited to see the uh, Halo Draft League continue on. And, um, you know, there's a lot of mixing up that goes on during the weeks. Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to the end and you we have the, the playoffs lined up, that's when things get intense. And I'm excited when we get to that point. Yes. Good matches all around. Um, and I think we're... As matches continue, you know, you see the separation, the skill level and whatnot. And then, like you said, when we get towards that playoff picture, that's when you really see like the, yeah, the stars start mm-hmm. to shine a little bit more. Yep. Especially when, um, you know, Halo Draft League does what it does and they understand that people have lives outside of Halo. Um, so teams don't always get their matches in until those kind of makeup weeks. And it's, it is hard to yeah. gauge where teams are until the end when they have most of their matches played. Exactly. So. Exactly. Very well put, Will. Um, shall we move on to our topic of the week? What do we got this week, Josh? So this topic comes to us courtesy of the man, Heavy Rainfall himself. And he asked, how does MCC on PC 
affect the industry as a whole. So we put the question up on Twitter, put the question up on Facebook, on the social medias, on the discords, and uh, we asked you guys what you thought. Here we go. So on Twitter, Throoper stated, should allow a lot more people access to the game. A console isn't what it used to be. That in turn should drive viewership. People like Summit have already stated that they want to play and stream it, so it's only good things in my opinion. You're right, Summit did say that. Very well said, thank you very much. Sander stated, MCC is a nice warm-up for Infinite on PC. Ninja said he would play the new Halo if it was coming to PC. A bit off topic, but maybe with all the Halos uh, also on Game Pass, we could get a nice player base and hopefully more viewership too. Sander, I like how you included Game Pass in there. It's very well, very good point. Um, yeah, I think we could go for a little bit more viewership and exposureship on Halo on PC. That came, for, came to us from Twitter. Here's what we got from Discord. Feistro stated, no effect whatsoever. It's one game being ported. Not sure how it could have an impact on the entire gaming industry. Okay. See where you're coming from for sure. Um, we'll be coming back to that, I imagine. Ogre stated, well, I personally think it's a big fucking wake-up call to these first-party publishers. The industry has to be blind and not see all the potential profit from putting some first-party IPs on there. Microsoft is smart to be the first to put their multi-million dollar franchise on a PC because of fan feedback. They saw people throw a, uh, take a throwaway project, Halo Online, completely retool it and mod it, and the player base was huge. They saw all these players and were smart enough to make that move, uh, to make that move of bringing Halo to PC. And they aren't the only ones who are being pro-consumer either. Take a look at Quantic Dream. They were under an exclusivity contract with Sony and made some great fucking games. Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human. And people loved them, but not everyone wanted to buy a PS3 or PS4. So, as soon as their contract was up, they immediately went to PC and decided to bring their games to PC. Because it's what fans want, and it's what will bring them more money, I think Halo being brought to PC is a great thing, and a big game changer in terms of how it'll impact the gaming industry as a whole. Okay. So couple things to unpack here that i wanted to unpack um one halo online is not a throwaway project it was never a throwaway project so just going to correct that right there um it was just improved upon as time went on okay um let's see here in terms of quantic dream and their playstation exclusivity deal yes i agree uh but at the same time quantic dream is not a Sony-owned first-party publisher, okay? Quantic Dream are their own studio, and yes, they had an exclusivity contract with Sony, but that does not that did not make them a Sony-exclusive first-party developer. Just didn't. So the fact that Halo from 343 being a Microsoft-owned first-party developer bringing their game to PC. There you go. Yes, I think it has a little bit bigger of an impact. Um, again, we'll get back to it when we have our thoughts. Silo states, I'm with Feistro. Nothing really changes because of this. Microsoft announced a while ago that their games are coming to PC. We knew Halo Infinite was coming to PC, and this just happens to be an old Halo coming to PC. Sony is working on getting their streaming service working on devices other than PlayStations. They already see markets outside of PlayStation as prof profitable, and they're working on it. Nothing is influenced by MCC. Steps are already being taken. Heavy Rainfall replies with, You really don't think with MCC coming to Steam has an impact? The other first-party titles were just released on the Microsoft Store. Silos replies, Nah, I don't think anything changes. 
Nothing radical, at least. Maybe a few more titles get released on Steam, but I doubt you'll see The Last of Us or Mario Odyssey on Steam because of this. Think about all the challenges 343 and Microsoft have had and how Steam helps them solve some of these issues. Xbox Live now has a presence on Steam. Halo's representation in the court of public opinion improves. Halo's struggling player base, player base improves. If they re release five Halo games only on the Windows Store, all of them other than Halo 3 would struggle to hold a population. Valve probably offered heavy marketing. 343 gets a wide, wider player base to test online features before Infinite, maybe even before MCC, and we're not sure how flights work, but if they get free testers through Steam, that'd be huge. I'm more curious. Does Halo Infinite come out on Steam, or is it a Windows Store exclusive and an attempt to get people to convert? Feistro replies with, more likely a Windows Store exclu exclusive with how big a cut Valve takes. Again, a lot to unpack, right? Will, you were talking about, does Halo Infinite come to Steam? Does it release on the Windows Store only? What do you think? I think it's Windows Store exclusive. That way, Microsoft can still have it on PC, but still have the rights to it. I agree. Gears 4, Forza Horizon 4, Forza Horizon 3, Forza 7, Forza 6, I think, even. Yeah, I, I do. I think, yeah. Sea of Thieves? Recore? I, right? Yeah. They're all Windows Store exclusives, so... Yep, I don't think Infinite comes to Steam. It would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, okay. Aaron states, I think it's a pretty clear statement about the Xbox One. I think the PS4 and Switch are really holding onto the, uh, onto the limelight this generation. Excuse me. The Xbox One has almost no overseas attention, while PS4 and Switch are crushing it uh, both here and there. Not to mention this generation's Xbox exclusives have left a lot to be desired. It's clear that in the past two years, Microsoft has been doubling down on picking up gaming studios to fix this issue, especially with the next generation of Xbox. I've heard Microsoft is giving these studios more freedom than they have, than they have had previously. Due to this, I'd expect we'll have some kick-ass kick exclusives in the next few years. But with the Xbox struggling against the competition, I think their Play Anywhere system is a safety net for them, making sure these games that they're spending so much money on get into the hands of as many players as possible. This extends past PC as well, with multiple Microsoft Studios, uh, Microsoft titles going to Switch. I think this is a good move for Microsoft. However, I don't think it's a move that Sony or Nintendo need to worry about. Silos replies, I agree with you. The trailing console always plays catch-up. Sony during the PS3 era offered free games with Plus, invested a ton of money into first parties, and advocated for crossplay. Next generation, what happens? Games with Gold started shortly before Xbox One came out. Closest, though. Microsoft investing a ton of money into first parties, and Microsoft advocates for crossplay. Microsoft is also pushing more games on PC and some on Steam. Aaron replies, yeah, exactly. We just need to hope these PC releases are of quality. Honestly, if they are, I'll probably not pick up the next Xbox. The collector in me might need the Halo edition, though, assuming they make it green again. Yep. Like, I'm, 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 like, holding things in until we get to our opinions on this, okay? So I'm going to keep reading through these. But yes, I basically agree. Searcher uh, states, Personal opinion, I think with MCC coming to PC, two things will happen. First, it will gain some traction. And, for example, Summit and Shroud playing it on Steam. This will last for a week, maybe two. Then you'll blink and its popularity will be gone as fast as it came. Sure, it's good that MCC is moving out to multi-platform, and sure, there's going to be an influx of players when it first comes out, but I just think it's going to be a quickly fading burst. Just look at HCS and what's been done with competitive. 
It was really exciting for about two events. Now no one really cares that it's Halo 3 everyone is playing, and interest is back down to practically zero. I don't know, I just don't see it as something long-term, making an impact, that is. Aaron states, I think it depends on the quality of the ports, the speed in which they come out, and the esports scene. It's why I'm certain, uh, it's why I'm concerned that Reach is first. It's not the most beloved competitive title, and it may be the only Halo we have on PC for quite a bit. If HCS had Reach events, that'd be cool. But if we expected CE or uh, 2 Anniversary to come out a few months later, I could see a lot of people, a lot of players sitting out the competitive scene in a game they don't like. In my opinion, they should have started with Halo 3, allowed PC players to finish the fight, and have the current competitive title on PC. And finally, High Tech Redneck states, I don't really know enough about the industry itself to say what effect it'll have. I want to be optimistic, but I kind of agree with Search about it being big at first, then falling off. I remember there was so much hype when Halo 3 finally became backwards compatible, it was like everyone was playing it. I went on vacation uh, after they made it backwards compatible, and by the time I got home a week later, you couldn't even find games anymore. I'm hoping it won't fall off that fast or to that degree, but like I've said before, I think Infinite releasing on PC could be pretty big, but not as much as with MCC. I do think maybe the fact that the individual titles will be released one at a time may keep that hype uh, up a bit, depending on how much time is between releases. I also agree with Aaron. My first thought was seriously the releasing the, in my opinion, worst Halo first? I guess it technically makes sense that for the order of things since it's a prequel, but I think putting Halo 3 up first probably would garner a bit more hype. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it has a massively positive impact on the Halo community and the gaming industry in general, but I just don't see it happening until Infinite comes out, and assuming Infinite plays well on PC. Also, don't feel obligated to read this on the show since it was basically just me agreeing with others what others have said already, rather than really adding much to the conversation. LOL. I read it anyway. There you go. Will, what are your thoughts? MCC coming to PC, do you think it matters? Mm, at this point, does it... It depends on how you look at it. Sure. For the current Halo community, I'm going to say, yes, it matters. They want it. Yep. They are exciting, excited for it. Um, as far as first-party games coming to PC, it does not matter because they're already there. Right. Right? Yep. Like you said, Sea of Thieves is already there. Um, Forts is already there. It was in motion already. I think this is something that's just going to generally happen over time now. We're going to see it more frequently. Maybe this is the first time a spotlight's been shined on it because it is Halo and it's always been console, always been, you know, this is exclusive to Xbox. Um, but I don't think, I think the, I don't remember who said it up above, but it, it's already in motion. It's something that's been going on. Um, will it draw in more people? Again, depends on the quality of the game. I mean, I worry because MCC still has broken things about it. It's it's a lot better than it was, but still not 100%. Right. Um, so if you're moving over a broken game, I think more things are going to end up broken when you anytime you do that type of move. Right. Things don't go right all the time. Um does it matter? Yes and no. I'm on the fence about it. Sure. That's um, fine. I think the big thing is infinite. I, MCC coming to PC, it's going to introduce us to that PC world. Uh, does it really matter though? 
What if, what if MCC is so broken that Trout and Summit are like, hey, you guys messed this up. I'm staying clear of Infinite because that was horrible. What if, what if MCC ruins it for the future? That could happen too. A lot of players say, oh, Halo on PC. It's wrong. Well, why would I trust them to do it again? I'm, uh, this MCC coming to PC makes me nervous for Infinite because Infinite could be this golden shining thing, but it's already hit because, oh, 343 and Microsoft messed it up. They're, they're going to do it again. You know, I can just see it. I can see it coming. So I hope MCC is good on PC. I hope that it will bring more people into Infinite. For the industry itself, I think it's already moving this direction. Um, and we'll see where it goes from there. All right. Your thoughts. Halo on PC worked twice before with Halo 1 and Halo 2 Vista. We already know it's Vista. worked. We already know it's worked. <laughs> sure. Different teams working on it, obviously, mm-hmm. but we know that Halo on PC can work. Halo Online, we know that Halo on PC can work. It's just the trust in 343 that we need to have, along with the two other studios that are working on it, right? Yes, when MCC released on the Xbox One, it was a disaster. A disaster. Now, did they not have enough time? Well, we don't know the full story. So we're, we'll have to wait and see if we get that full story. Um, It seems like they want to get this right. So... We said it a billion times this episode, but we'll have to wait and see if they get it right. I'm optimistic. Um, do I set? It, do I think it's going to set the world on fire? No, I don't. Halo has been on PC before. No, Halo Three, Halo Four have not. Halo Reach has not. Halo Three ODST has not. But I think they're like, I think they're old enough at this point. Yes, it's the most wishlisted game on Steam right now, but I'm in the I'm in the camp where I think it's huge for the first couple weeks, then it fizzles out. It goes back to a general player base that it's always going to have, and that's it. With it coming to PC. Yeah. Is it gonna going to it's gonna limit what's happening on both sides some xbox depends i feel depends. like some xbox players will move over to pc yeah or you're talking about population po- so, po- so population sure they're already struggling with game finding games that was a thing yep and this might make it even worse it's it's hard though too because you have to t- keep into consideration that there are two four, four multiplayer titles in that game right now yeah. there's gonna be five and players are gonna want to play the game that they want to play not that everybody else does which dramatically decreases it as well. So I'm happy that all these things are in one package. Don't get me wrong. I think it's incredible. But yeah, the player base is going to be split. It's... I I don't think it's going to take the world by storm like others may believe. Okay? Um, Especially if it doesn't work. Because that's going to just... You're right. That's going to blow up. But regardless, going back on a couple things other people have said. Um, Halo Infinite on PC, right? It'll be on the Windows Store, okay? It won't be on Steam. 
all all first party Microsoft games will be they've already come out and said this all first party Microsoft games are going to be Xbox play anywhere titles, which means you can play it on PC and Xbox. There you go. Right now they want to keep everything closed off MCC being a little outlier here, but I believe every first party Microsoft title that comes out is going to be on the windows store, plain and simple. That keeps them, that keeps everything locked down for them. Okay. If it, if infinite comes to steam, holy shit, that's going to be crazy. Like that'll be crazy, but I just don't think it's going to happen. That's besides the point. This isn't really in regards to the topic. Actually, I guess it kind of is. Rumors are going around that with streaming technology becoming bigger and better as the years go on, that eventually maybe a box isn't necessary, right? Maybe you're just able able to like uh, Google their project stream, right? Or Google Stadia now is what it's going to be called, right? Streaming becomes so easy and so good that you're able to go to a web browser and play the game within the web browser, don't have to download anything, and it's 1080p, 60fps, or 4K, right? We're not there yet. Boxes still need to exist. And I think the reason why... Okay, Microsoft has come out and said, Phil Spencer has come out and said multiple times that he wants you to be able to play your games wherever you want to play them, right? Whether that be on a console, whether that be on PC. Now, don't let that fool you because they still want to sell boxes. That's their market share. Like their big market share is, yes, there are a lot of people that have PCs, but not a lot of people have gaming PCs. Instead, we want people to buy our box, right? You get people to buy boxes with exclusive titles. Plain and simple. Because I a lot of people complain that, oh, I hate how Sony has, I, I can't play Spider-Man on my Xbox. I hate how I can't play Uncharted on my Xbox. I hate how I can't play Halo on my PlayStation. Motherfucker, do you realize why you can't? Because they make money. They want to make money. If there was one box, other companies wouldn't be making as much money. That's why there's more than one box. I don't think I would have bought an Xbox if it wasn't for Halo. Exactly. Being on Xbox. Exactly. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. So... Now, the reason why Microsoft specifically has come out and been like, hey, we own Windows. Hey, we own Xbox. Let's put the two together and make it so you can play your games on PC. You know why? Because that opens up our market. Not a lot of people are buying our box. So let's open up the market. I'm not kidding. Do you know why Microsoft doesn't release the amount of consoles that they've sold? Because it's horrible. It's piss poor compared to the PlayStation. Compared to the... I mean, the Switch is like around... Yeah, it's there getting better, right? The PlayStation... If you look on... Now, Wikipedia, you can't trust 100%. But based off of when Microsoft last reported their estimated numbers, right? If you look at their estimated numbers compared to PlayStations today, PlayStation has sold them 3 to 1. Outsold Xbox 3 to 1. The amount of people that have a PlayStation console in their home is astounding. Therefore, 
Microsoft, uh, Sony releases their numbers all the time. Oh, we're doing great. We're almost about to hit the, we're almost about to pass the hundred million sold mark. Where's Microsoft? Oh, they're not saying anything. They're not selling enough boxes. So they're putting their games on PC. Okay. They don't have to, if they don't want to, they could have, I'm guaranteed. I'm guaranteed if when Microsoft came out and if they didn't say sports TV and the, whatever else they said, right? They wanted to be the, the one entertainment box. Right. If they did not come out and say that at first, and they said, this is a gaming console first and foremost, but we're giving you these extra features as well. And it was at the same price of the PlayStation. I'm guaranteed you would have this. You would have, that would be the dominating console. It came down to marketing. It did. And the Xbox was a hundred dollars more expensive than the PlayStation. If I'm a mom and dad and I'm going to a fucking store, what do you think I'm going to pick up? I'm going to pick up the thing that's cheaper. Oh, does it play Call of Duty or does it play Madden? Cool. Give me that one. Oh, it's cheaper? Give me give me that one. Right? If Microsoft came out the gate and they said, hey, we're we're at this price, which could be the same price as the PlayStation 4, and they put out gaming first, they went out gaming first, and they said you get those features extra, that would be the dominating console. How much you want to bet they did not say that they would come out with games on PC at that point? How much you want to bet that the Play Anywhere program did not exist at that point? I bet. I'm I would, guaranteed. I would, I'd be on that side. Guaranteed. Because they wouldn't need to. They wouldn't need to open up that market. Could they and make an even bigger player base? Sure. But the money necessarily wouldn't be there. Okay? So, PlayStation putting their games on other systems, like on other platforms, it is going to be a long time until that happens. Or it could be the next console cycle if they sell well. Sony is on top of the fucking world right now. They have no need to put their games on PC to make their games streamable at this point in time because so many people own their box. They just don't need to. Nintendo, good luck. If you honest to God think that Nintendo's ever going to bring a game to PC. They're in their own world. It's, it's, it's never going to happen. Never yeah. going to happen. They have their shit locked down so tight. You need to buy their stuff to play their stuff. It's as simple as that. I don't think that ever changes. Period. I agree. I, I'm feeling that right now. Yes. Um, so, not fully related to the topic, but still, I just wanted to get that point across that the reason why these things are coming to PC, I'm guaranteed is because they haven't sold enough boxes. Now, Infinite coming to PC. They want to sell boxes. It's what we just talked about. Therefore, with the new console releasing in 2020, I'm basically calling it right now the new console's release in 2020. And we may even get a tease of it at E3 this year. Okay, because they, they keep harping on like, oh, we're at E3. We're going to be great. It's going to be an amazing show, blah, blah, blah. So, with the potential new consoles coming out in 2020, Infinite coming out in 2020 as well, it will be a launch title for the new console. They need to do a lot of marketing around the new console. I am a mom and dad. Okay. And I'm going out shopping for little Todd or little Susie. Right. I'm going to the store. I'm going to the mom and pop shop. And I'm going to the Target boutiques or the best bizzles. And I'm walking in. And I'm walking down the aisle. And I see 
I, I, I go down the gaming aisle. Go to the dude, the customer, dude in customer service and gaming. What's the new thing that's out? Oh, we got this new Xbox here. But does it play my old games? Does it play my old Xbox One games? We don't know yet, but I'm going to say yeah. Because PlayStation has come out and confirmed that the next PlayStation will play PlayStation 4 games, which means I have to believe that with their backwards compatibility, like, movement, I imagine the next Xbox will as well. Yes, it plays all your Xbox One games. Oh! Is that the new... Is that the new Halo that just came out? Yeah. I'll take it. If I'm a mom and dad and I go to a store to buy something, right? If I, if I want to buy something gamer related, you're going to go for something that's the easiest to plug and play. You're going to go for something that's the easiest to put something into. Simple as that. A box is that. Now, consoles have become much, much closer to PCs nowadays. But with PCs, you still have to deal with operating systems. You still have to deal with uh, Windows updates, driver updates with graphics cards, so on and so forth, compatibility issues, all that stuff, right? In the real world, a box that you buy for a console, you plug it in, you put the game in, you play the game. There you go. Consoles are are still going to exist. The gaming market basically depends on it at this point. So, my rant may not have been going anywhere, but the fact of the matter is boxes need to exist. The only reason why the games are coming to PC right now on the Xbox side of things is because they're not selling enough boxes. And, yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I'm going off Um, on a tangent at this point. No, you are. No, I I think your point is is that... um, Sure, Halo Infinite might be coming to PC, but the real market is for the box. Um, you kind of lost me in there. I had a thought. Sorry. Uh, I talked too long and I lost it. I'm going to say this. MCC coming to PC, not that big of a deal. Infinite coming to PC, bigger of a deal, but still not huge. Okay. That's what I'll I say. just think, you know, with with basically Twitch blew up last year. This year... 2018, 2019, Twitch blew up with, you know, Ninja, a lot of the Fortnite, the, Fortnite yeah. blew up Fortnite. Yeah. I feel like a, I didn't know about Twitch until last year. Really? Um, okay. So, well, when you started streaming, mm-hmm. I didn't know, what was that? 2017 at that point? Yeah, I think so. Um, I feel like all those, all the pro players, all the, everything the little kids are looking at, people are playing on PC. I feel like the kids aren't going to be asking for the new Xbox or PlayStation. They're going to be asking for a gaming PC because they want to be like Ninja. They want to be like, uh, who's out there? Dr. Lupo, like Kifu, like all those pro Very gamers. true. Very true. Um, I didn't think about that in that aspect. I feel like PC is going to emerge even more. More people, I feel like, are, know about PC. Um, and maybe Microsoft getting there first over Sony will be a big thing, but I just don't think Infinite is the big thing. I think it's the start and it could get there eventually when gaming PCs start emerging and the box starts going away. But you're right. Right now, the boxes, main thing that's out there. It's your market share. It's your market. Yep. So I feel like eventually the gaming PC will take over because right now the boxes are getting up to gaming PC specs, right? right? They're starting to. 
I don't know if they can continue those specs at a $400 price point. Right. That's the thing. That's the huge thing. And that's the thing I want to hit on quickly as well. If you think about it, if you kind of think about it, right, the Xbox One X is, I'm not, with settings tweaked, okay, with like PC style settings tweaked, like anti-aliasing and all that, the Xbox One X is basically a 1080p 60 console, okay, or 4K 30. But realistically, it's a, it's a 1080p 60 console, okay? And again, with settings tweaked, that's not everything maxed out completely. Because if you like, you need a little bit better of a graphics card if you want to play 1080p like 1080p 60 and graphics completely maxed up. You still need a 1070 or greater. Like sometimes a 1070 can't even do that, which is crazy to think, right? So, and a 1070 can go for three hundred dollars still. That's plus, just your GPU. And plus you need a CPU to keep up with that GPU. Right. Now, at the same time, the new consoles and the old consoles and all that are running off AMD. AMD is slightly cheaper. Don't get me wrong. But it's... That's tough. That is a real tough. Because you know. You know for a fact these consoles are going to be geared towards 4K. Like, that's mm-hmm. what the selling point's going to be. Mm-hmm. The Xbox One X, the world's most powerful console today, Right. They kept touting it as you can, it's 4K gaming. You can play 4K games on this thing. Yep. Now, granted, settings are tweaked. You're not playing 4K 30 completely maxed out settings. You're just not. Do games look good? Yeah. But it's not, don't, don't like let the marketing get in your ear. It's not true. A lot of the games being played are not true 4K. They're not fully maxed out settings. On the PlayStation 4 Pro, it's more of a checkerboard 4K effect. It's not true 4K. The Xbox One X gets a lot more towards that, but there's certain games that don't take advantage of it, right? Mm-hmm. So these next consoles are going to be touted as true 4K consoles. Do they hit 60? No way. No, it's going to be 30 still. Yeah. I think that's what people are used to. Yep, but I think they hit more close to a true 4K 30 FPS, full 1080p 60 FPS experience. But again, like you said, how can they stay around that $400, $500 price point? It's going to be fucking hard. Right. And for me, no, I'm in, you're right. A parent who doesn't know a lot might be, it's easy for them to grab the box, right? That's convenience. That's easy. Right. But for me, if I have, if I had a kid that was looking at getting into gaming and I could spend, let's just say the new, um, the new Xbox, new PS4 is, you know, it's, it's a little bit more expensive because of the new graphics, new, what, what they're putting in. Let's say, Oh, go ahead. No, you, what price were you going to put on them? Maybe like six fifty seven. I'm going five. You're going five. There's no way in hell that those consoles are $650. There's no way in well, hell they go with, even close to five, $600 with the Xbox one X being at $500. Correct. It's 500, but it always goes on sale for four during deals. So, why couldn't the new consoles be six? Let's go 600. I'm going to say 600 okay. on you're getting more power, right? Sure. But it, it's got to be, there's got to be a price increase on that. The PlayStation okay. three started at 600 bucks, but you saw how well that did. It sold like shit compared it to did. the 360 because the 360 was vastly cheaper and games were easier to develop on that console. But can they, de- can they honestly develop a 8k 
capable okay right fucking, right it's for, not it's, it's not oh, gaming it's at 8k so stupid it's, i hate it's, that it's video at 8K, i know but right? the fact that they keep ad like oh it's so dumb oh it's gonna be 8k get the fuck out of here okay so 4k gaming you can watch planet earth in 8k congratulations <laughs> you have an 8k tv Who just does? kidding go ahead um, i just don't see them keeping it at the 500 dollars price point okay I, I it's gotta be more for me do you want to hear my reasoning why it's 500 sure okay with the way technology has been going with the way that components have been getting cheaper over time, right? So when the Xbox One X came out at that time, like that was the world, it was the world's most powerful console, still is technically speaking. Um, and at that time, components are probably more expensive, right? Sure. I think at this point in time in 2020, that the components will be cheap enough. And you know that they're working with AMD and other, like they're working with manufacturers directly to make things specifically for their system. Sure. Okay. So maybe that could help drive prices down, maybe. And if you think about it, the PlayStation 4 Pro launched at 400. It's not as powerful as the Xbox One X, but that also shoots for like a 1080p 60 experience. Shoots for it. Doesn't always hit, but shoots for it. So I truly believe if they're going to remain competitive in this market, that the consoles will be $500. I'll meet that, you in the middle. That's my reasoning. I'll meet that's you in the middle at five fifty. Fuck it. Sure. <laughs> no, I no, can see I, your reasoning being being yeah. six hundred or more though. I can definitely see your reasoning. Right. It, uh, it's going to be. They're going to do that whole new. It's the new entertainment system. They. Right. I, it's hard. You're right though. Xbox so, selling points were higher, and they didn't hit. Yep. It's. I think it's it's going to get rough for consoles because like, my point I was getting at. If I'm yes. spending like five hundred. 50 to 600 on a gaming console. Yep. I'd rather get a PC that I can upgrade, change parts, do things to as time goes on. You would because you've done it. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the kicker right there. It's what I said before. When you go into a store and you're a family and you just want to buy something that'll play video games, you buy the box because you plug it into your TV. Maybe you go through an update but you put the disc in or you works. hit the download and it works. You don't have to set anything up. You don't have to deal with anything. You just plug it in, plug the controller in, start the game. Done. How far do we go before like... I just have a feeling, like you said, the streaming services are going to, might they might possibly take over. I think 2022 is when that starts to really hit its stride. So... I don't think boxes go away at that point, but I think around 2022 is when the streaming part of it becomes like, oh, this is something viable. This is something that works. Sure. And then again, you have to upgrade that technology to get to 1080-60, then 4K-60. Right. And I think that Stadia, Google Stadia is working on that. And the thing is, when that thing releases, if it releases next year, I don't think it's 100%. It's going to, it's got to have some issues. Yep. I think it will. And it also depends on where your internet connectivity from where you are. Exactly. You're gonna uh, you're gonna need Google Fiber to run Stadia. <laughs> data caps. Yeah. And data, all that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Think about that. That's. I think it's gonna go towards the phone side of things. Like eventually, there's just there is a limit sure. unlimited plans now. Yep. But well, you can get something. an unlimited plan through Comcast. You can. But the problem is, like they they talked about how much bandwidth you would use. Mm-hmm. It's, um. It's it's enormous. Yeah. It's huge. Like you would go through your, if you're if you're streaming in 4K, you'd go through your terabyte data cap and like immediately. Yeah, it's nuts. Yep. All right, a little off the rails with 
gaming right. industry as a whole. I think because we're getting so much closer to E3, like we're what? We're two months out? Yeah. We're less than two months. We're June. a month and a half out. Yep. Yeah, we're a month and a half out from Microsoft's presser that could bring things into the fold a little bit more and speculations are going to become really, really big. So I just think it's it's good to start talking about this stuff now. That's why I like this topic too because yes, we did get a little bit off the rails but it's good to keep in mind. So yeah, all in all, MCC will not make that big of a splash as as some may think. And I honestly don't believe Halo Infinite will either. But it'll be bigger than MCC. So it'll still primarily be on console. Yep. Then that goes back to the esports. Is it going to stay on that console? Because that's where the sure. player base is? Or who knows? You know what I'd like to see? Because you, you talked about this for a brief second in regards to like the kids seeing Tifu, Ninja, Lupo, Shroud... Dr. Disrespect playing on PC, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see the numbers for Fortnite. Where the player base is? Yep. Because Nick Merckx, he plays on controller. He plays on PS4 controller. But he plays on PC. Correct, but he still uses a controller. That's true. So, and, and it all, and it also talks about, like, it also goes into the effect of where your friends play. Yeah. So, another so, reason why PlayStation did so well is because, like, it started off so strong, and then since friends had it, you just went and got one of those. Out of the gates is huge for consoles. It is. It's it's the biggest thing. The biggest thing. It's make or break. I honestly think the only reason at this point I would get a next-gen console would to be play Halo with people. And exclusives. An exclusive. God of War. I gotta play God of War. I'm addicted. The better... Ah! See? That ain't coming to PC. No, it's not. That's the whole point I'm getting at, is that exclusive... Sorry, folks. Exclusives are never going away, because you know why? They sell boxes. Just gonna have to watch a playthrough on stream and live vicariously through the stream. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like, people like people keep saying all the time that, oh, exclusivity sucks. I'm like, yeah. Yes, it does, but... But it's, it's business. It's, yep. It makes money. Exclusivity sells... It, sells, it, it makes money, okay? It's never gonna go away. Deal with it. Sorry to break the hard truth to you if people didn't know already. <sighs> but yeah. You're not going to get a caribou coffee cup at Starbucks. What? Right? Bullshit. Right? That's kind of what you're saying here. You're not going to get a, a Sony God of War on Steam. I or think MCC, Switch. MCC is the exception. MCC is the exception, right. but... But... Not the rule. I love that. I love that. And then also, um, like, yeah, MCC coming to Steam is a pretty big deal. But at the same time, it's... I'm not trying to get... like I'm not trying to beat around the bush. It being on Steam is big. Is very, very big. Because it's a Microsoft first-party owned game. Old games. That's the point. I'm, that's the exact point I'm trying to get at. Is that they're older. So the fact that it just makes me believe that Infinite's not coming to Steam because it's new. Mm-hmm. It's still their it's their IP, but it's new. And MCC coming to Steam is like, let's just get it out in front of as many people as possible. Everybody fucking uses Steam, and guess guess who's on like the the hot seat? Epic. So let's let's not be in their hot seat with them. Let's be the good guys in this scenario, and let's release it on Steam. So yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. 
because that'd be that'd be crazy what conversation the conversation of whether or not they like how they would come to pc do they go to steam do they not go to steam think about it why do you think that they okay for what game what game are you talking MCC. about oh okay gotcha. why do you think they go to steam and not epic people are hating on epic game store right now because a it doesn't have as many features as steam and b because the exclusivity deals mm-hmm. now a recent report came out that epic the one of the head people of epic have come out and said we will help we will try to stop exclusivity deals if steam gives a bigger profit share, share to developers they didn't outright say that they'd stop they said that they would do their best so they're trying to put it they're trying to put the ball in steam's court I swear, I bet Microsoft look at the situation and be like, if we came to Epic as an as an exclusive thing, we'd get so much shit for it, and I bet we'd not sell as many copies. Well, Let's put it on Steam, where the majority of the market is, because we know people aren't going to want to use the Windows Store, and let's make money. But it's exactly what they decided. It all comes down to money. So, yep, that's what it is. I've ranted on long enough. We both have. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we move on? To recap, um, MCC coming to Steam is kind of a. I guess we kind of landed on it. It's it's because it's, it's old, right? Yeah. That's the only it's reason. It's a big deal that it's coming to Steam because it's the Microsoft first first party published title. But will it make a splash? No. Not as big as what people are thinking. Sure. And then Infinite won't come to P or won't come to Steam. Yep. It'll be Windows because it's their first. Exactly. Party. Yeah. And they they'll get a big enough. Yep. Jump from that. Got it. Exactly. And I also don't think it's as big as what people are gonna think. Same. But yeah, I'll be playing on it. <laughs> Either way. All right. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the topic. Time for some shout outs. Ah. <laughs> First and foremost, shout out to Heavy Rainfall for the topic of discussion this week. Thank you very much, sir. Hope we did your topic proud. Uh, sorry, we went on a little couple rants there. Um, next up, shout out to everyone who provided discussion for the weekly topic. You guys are fantastic. Also, shout out to Aaron for joining the Discord. I see you. Um, shout out to everyone who wasn't a shitbag and did not spoil both Game of Thrones and Endgame for everyone. You know what I've been hearing, Will? What? People have been going into Twitch chats and spoiling shit. Oh, yeah. Just straight up. Yep. Also, don't, I'm going to forewarn everybody right now. Do not, under any circumstance, go to IGN's Twitter account. And if you follow them on Twitter, go to your settings and turn off autoplay on videos. Spoilers? For the love of God. They spoiled one of the biggest things of Endgame in the first one second of their video. And I have autoplay turned on. Granted, we saw it today, so I'm not worried about us. But other people. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how stupid they were. So please, if you listen to this show and you follow IGN on Twitter, turn off auto scroll, uh, auto play on videos, please. Because I'm not kidding. They spoil one of the biggest things of Endgame in the first second of that video. I'm not kidding. Literally the first second of that video. So yeah, fuck you, IGN. God damn. Yep. Uh, that's it for shoutouts. Will... You know what it's time for. Community creations. All right. Go check out me Monday on Reddit. Just do it. If you haven't, you gotta. At least once. We have our top Halo clips. Um, 
Is this a uh, winner announcement? I don't think the winner's been announced yet. But go check it out. There's uh, Get your submission in if you haven't. Um, we have Saiyan's Halo 5 Tips Episode 1 by, who other than Saiyan, um, over on YouTube. More Halo videos from him. Uh, we have Furion is back making graphics for streamers. Hey all, I've been recently uh, started making graphics for upcoming streamers. All in anything Twitch, emote sub badges, starting animations, panels, you name it. So if you or anyone looking, just send me a DM. I have a very reasonable price and want to help your stream grow. Go check out the tweet over on Twitter. Uh, Murfinator Outbreak 2 Halo 5 Montage edited by Hastings on YouTube. We have Hastings Montage Tutorial YouTube channel released. Um... It looks like he's uh, his first video was improving Adobe workflow. And then we have the first episode in Shyway's viewer submission series from Joe to Halo Pro released over on YouTube. Josh, you're scrolling through your phone. I am. What are you looking for? So we, we still don't have the winner announced yet for the top Halo clips, but at Halo 3 community on Twitter states... Coming soon, $1,000 challenge, all Halo games, free entry, more info smo- more info soon, winky face. Ooh. So, we'll have hey. to wait and see on that one. Keep an eye on that. Indeed. And, Will, speaking of Endgame, again, no spoilers, but this is a tweet from Lights Camera Pod. And I quote, breaking hashtag Avengers Endgame smashes the record for biggest opening in movie history, making $1.2 billion worldwide in the first weekend. It beats the record set last year by Infinity War by $560 million. Fucking crazy. That's insane. So yeah. All right. That's all we got for your community creations for the week. Great stuff, Will, as always. Thanks. I love sitting here chatting about some Halo. It was good this week. Chatting about some marketing stuff. It's great. It's it's always the greatest, you know, and uh, we saw Endgame today. It was a great movie. Highly recommend it. Go see it. And uh, when people tell you you're going to cry, we didn't cry. There were some emotional moments. I, you know what funny thing is? So they, they played the uh, the Star Wars trailer mm-hmm. before the movie started, obviously. I, I literally started tearing up at that because the music hit me so hard. Like that was when I that was when I teared up. Not even during I, the actual movie. I find it funny that Music's the so music good. tears you up because you really weren't a f- like you didn't watch the originals, right? Like before right, it wasn't the new until, series, right? I watched the, all of them, like one through six, in one go. Mm. Well, not all in one go, but like actually. Uh, holy shit did i i think i don't know i wasn't there for that it was it was dom and myself i think we watched them all in a row yeah go ahead see i i was introduced my um my aunt and uncle were my babysitters when i was a kid yeah so my uncle huge star trek star wars fan so he would just have them on oh and i never like watched the movies with him until later um but they've always been around i've always been around it so um when I hear the music and like watch the trailer, I'm just thinking of all the like. It's the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Where you don't really have that, but in, the music still makes you tear up. Oh, it's for just me. the orchestral like. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Like actually, beautiful. it is. It was beautifully, especially big. in the new trailer. So. Yeah. 
yeah, go see Endgame, please. It's it's fantastic. And no, we're not going to spoil anything. And it, to everybody that does spoil it, fuck you. Um, Game of Thrones tonight. Yep. We have a we have something in the works. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait till we actually do it. Um, but yeah, no spoilers from us either. Can't wait to see that episode. Uh, yeah, lots of good things in the pipeline. Will. Yeah. Since we are at that point where we're at the end of the episode and uh, you're doing little arm movements and little wiggle waggles back and forth and just <laughs> ready to... <laughs> What? You know, we, we always talk about having a video show. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious for people to see the little shit I do when you're there reading the news. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like dancing in my chair, moving around while you're reading. You didn't join the Cod and Other Games Watch fucking because, arm be, uh, movements this because, time. Uh, okay, so last the last few times I've been doing it, I've been missing writing down the, oh, the timestamps. Oh, okay. I hear you. So I was like... Yeah. You were doing your job. I was. I was. I wasn't... Yeah. Got it. You weren't you weren't that? I wasn't <laughs> doing cod another game watch hand you motion. Do. I was writing Jazz hands? Jazz hands. Just kidding. Uh Spirit Fingers. Hey Will. Yeah. Plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Bodbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can find us on Discord. Join the community discussion. A lot of great things going on over there. A lot of great people. If you're looking to play some Halo, they're always looking to play some Halo. Um what else we got in there? Some, uh, you know, just life talk. We have a general chat. We have, um, you know, tournaments you can watch, stream promotion, whatever you may need. It's there. Um, we do have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company. You can join those. Search for HDS Pro Talk on, on your Xbox. We have our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, and Esports PD page. Search for HDS Pro Talk on all those sites. Josh, what do we have on the next episode? Another topic, Will, and that does it for you- <laughs> what? Wait, wait. Did you know what the topic is? Nope, not yet. Okay. But uh, we're going to be taking from the what the community wants. So if you have a topic of discussion, I ask this all the time. If you have a topic of discussion, let us know on Twitter. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on YouTube. Let us know on Discord. What's up, Will? I'm raising my hand for those I, who can't see yes, this. Yes, Will. Uh, um, can I submit a topic? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> I know, I'm just playing around. Oh, okay. We, have, we, we literally have a topic um, suggestions Discord thread. Oh, so please... If you have a topic suggestion, leave it in there. I'm choosing from there mainly. Um, the last few have been from there. So thank you to everybody who has put suggestions in there. And yes, I am paying attention and we are choosing. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the topic's going to be yet. You'll know on Wednesday. Yeah, I usually post a topic on Wednesday. Post the episode on Tuesday, post topic on Wednesday. That's usually how it works out. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 71 of HS Will Talk. I want to thank you very much. for li- what? what was that? <laughs> you know i gotta you gotta you gotta like freshen it up a little bit you know i gotta give them something a little different something like for them to like a little morsel for them to chew on (laughs) if they made it this far you know what i mean like maybe they're maybe they're sitting and they get through the episode they're like man that was a fucking terrible episode and then i throw in that hs will talk and they're like oh they made everything worth it, you know? <laughs> or maybe they're listening to the episode, they're like, man, that was a really great episode. And then they hear, HS will talk! And they're like, that fucking made the episode terrible. I hate these guys. I never want to listen to this show again. And that's, that's it. And then, and then we go, like, fucking crawl in a corner and in the fetal position. <laughs> and I start crying myself to sleep at night. But luckily, that's not going to happen. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 71 of HGS Pro Talk. No... Weird thing happening there. I want to thank you very much for listening. 
And uh, we'll see you next week where we talk about a lot of other things in the Halo universe. And we're going to have another topic as well. And stay tuned for our Game of Thrones thing that's going to be happening. I'm super excited about it. I know I keep like hyping it up, but trust me, it's going to be fantastic. But until we... (laughs) Until next week. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>